Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and welcome to this episode of the podcast. During his public ministry, Jesus was always challenging his disciples in the area of faith. So today I want to talk about the importance of putting your faith in action. I will be teaching from Mark chapter 2 and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Again, I will be talking about putting your faith in action. I believe that if I were to do a survey, I would find that most self-proclaimed Christians believe a lot of what the Bible says. But if I took that survey one step further and asked how much of what they believe do they act upon, the results would be quite different. What I have just touched on is the difference between belief and faith. To believe something simply means that we accept it as being true. Faith is acting upon what we accept as being true. So if you and I were standing by a pedestrian bridge, you know, a bridge that we can walk over, and I asked you if you thought the bridge was safe, and you said that you do believe it's safe, but at the same time, you did not trust to walk over that bridge, then you have not exercised faith in what you claim to believe. My point is that faith is relevant only when it's accompanied by action. When Jesus ministered on earth, he was extremely popular. Everywhere he went, multitudes followed him. And the reason they did was because of the good news that he proclaimed and because of how God used him to meet the needs of people. And we will see that point clearly in our text today. Mark chapter 2 and verse 1 places Jesus at a house in Capernaum. When the people heard that he was there, a multitude filled the house where he was. You see, people will gravitate to the place where their needs are being met. And so it was with Jesus. To give you an idea of how crowded this house became when people found out that Jesus was ministering there, let me read verse 2 from the gospel according to Mark chapter 2. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. So not another person could get through the door to the house where Jesus was. And the reason the people were there was because the last part of this verse 2 says Jesus preached the word to them. 
That's the situation in the house where Jesus was. These days, we see people pack large stadiums for sports events and entertainment. But this crowd was where Jesus was to hear the good news. Now, in verse 3, Mark brings our attention to a special situation. He says in verse 3, And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. By palsy, we mean the man was paralyzed. That's why the other four men were carrying him on a bed. But more important than the fact that they brought the man is why they brought him. They came to bring the man to Jesus. They believed that he could heal the man. Remember what we said earlier, people gravitate to the place where their needs are being met. But there was a problem here. There was no room to get to Jesus. People were everywhere. There was not even room to stand in the door and get a glimpse of him. So what did they do? Well, according to verse 4, when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. Wow, they tore the people's roof off their house. Remember, at the beginning we talked about the difference between belief and faith. They came to where Jesus was because they believed he could healed their friend, but it was their faith that caused them to take this extreme measure to get him to Jesus. Actually, it was not difficult to tear up the roof. You didn't need any special tools. The roof back then was made of tree branches, cane and palm trees, etc. with a thick layer of dirt. So it was quite simple to remove the roof but still, it was not their roof. Okay, so Jesus is preaching. It's crowded in the house. The Bible says people were stepping upon one another. And then this man comes down through the roof on a bed. What was Jesus' response? According to verse 5, When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, Thy sins be forgiven thee. Think about that. Jesus did not see what the men did as being disruptive to his preaching. He didn't see it as being destructive to the owner's roof. What he saw was their faith in action. And because of their faith, the paralyzed man was made whole. So verse 5 says Jesus saw their faith. And how did he see their faith? He saw their faith by what they did. The same is true for us. God sees our faith not in what we say, but in what we do. In James chapter 2 and verse 18, he writes these words. Yea, a man may say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith 
without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. These four men who let down the man through the roof were showing Jesus their faith by their works. In Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, Jesus makes a phenomenal statement about the power of faith. He says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. You know, if you and I grasp this point, it would radically change our life. It says, in effect, that you are only limited in where you can go in life by your faith in God. Recently, I saw an advertisement along the road by a local university, and it said, you can go anywhere from here. That's what the school was saying about itself. Well, let me just borrow that slogan to make this point. When you have faith in God, you can go anywhere from there. For instance, I'm not limited in life by the color of my skin. I'm only limited by my faith in God. If you are a Christian and you aspire to go into a business, you're not limited by your financial resources or the lack thereof. As for how far you can take your business, the real limit is the degree to which you are willing to place your faith in God. When we have true faith in God, we can move beyond the boundaries of our personal circumstances or limitations. You know, every four years, we elect or re-elect a president for the United States. We also elect or re-elect men and women for our two chambers of Congress at the specified times. And it amazes me how passionate people are about politics and the hundreds of millions of dollars people contribute to political campaigns to get their favorite politician elected because of what they believe that politician will do for them. But you see, my faith is not in the president of the United States. My faith is not in Congress nor in those who sit in our nation's highest court. My faith is in God and he will bless me no matter who's in positions of power in government. This is not a put down of government because we need good men and women in government. And I pray for that often. But our faith must ultimately be in God. Many people come to church weekly and they get exposed to a lot of biblical truth. But what matters is not how much you know about the word of God, but how much of it you put into action. That's what Christianity is all about, putting your faith in action. And one thing that is emphatically clear in the scriptures is that Jesus always responded favorably to those who came to him by faith. And my friend, that is still true about him today. Remember, all things are possible to him who believes. Praise the Lord. 
Well, hey, I want to thank you for listening today as I talked about the importance of putting your faith in action. That is what Christianity is all about. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.